1: And the rubber chicken says, <laughs> oh, Wow. New year, my ass. 2022 seems to be exactly the same as 2021. But what do I know? I'm just a rubber chicken. <laughs> well, it is the same for sure. That sure is nothing seems to have changed, rubber chicken. You may be right about this. Yes, of course you're right about it, okay? I agree with you for crying out. No, I'm not going to have a discussion about it here. We've got to get on with Randcast 66, entitled My Deja Vu is Deja Vuing." That may be the best thing about this. You may want to just turn the Randcast off now because that may be the best thing about the whole Randcast is the title. I think that would have been a great lyric for a disco song. It just has the beat. It's got the rhythm. It's got the feel to it. My Deja Vu is the, probably the name, the name of, I know it was the name of a number of disco clubs. My Deja Vu is Deja vuing. It just sounds great. It sounds, uh, and, but it, 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 it isn't a good idea <laughs> because agreeing with my friend, the rubber chicken after just, uh, you know, as we stumble through these uh, days, these early days of 2022, just as it always is when we get into a new year, nothing, there's no line, there's no, oh, this will be different, oh, things have changed, oh, last year was, this is this will be a better year, <laughs> God, so far, whew, just more of the same, uh, The River of Shit Keeps Rising, which was the alternative title <laughs> to this this week's. Um, I. I don't even know where to, I. I don't know where to start. If I start, there's two places. There's, there's I can start or finish with this, and, and uh, either way, it's um, it's the same thought that I would start or finish with. And I don't know. Uh, the choice is tough, but I think for but um, well, we lost uh, uh, Sydney Poitier, and uh, and we lost, and and uh, I particularly was. Uh, uh, felt it, we, the, the loss of, uh, Bob Saget. And, um, what a fun way to start a, a happy-go-lucky rant cast. Uh, but, um, you know, it's like, we just, uh, we, we've, we've got these losses of these people who were, um, meant so much to so many. I mean, it's anybody. A, for me was, whew. in many ways, I mean, people may not quite understand this, but in many ways, uh, uh, as much as uh, my father um, and mother were um, particularly important in terms of my dealing um, with uh, race and uh, my attitude toward uh, toward race and uh, those who were different. Um, I would I, I really believe that uh, Sidney Poitier was, uh, just as pivotal in many ways for me, um, is Martin Luther King, uh, that his presence, uh, on television, uh, in his interviews, in, uh, the discussions that he would have there, uh, his stature, his dignity, um, who he was, uh, overwhelmingly ex- extraordinary, um, a, a human being in so many ways. And, uh, I mean, it's one of those people you just felt it. I, i sadly, it was never in his presence. Those movies I saw him in, um, whew, uh, knocked me out. Even the ones that people said, you know, Oh, well, he's, uh, he's selling out, you know, fuck you. Um, it, it, it always made a difference. I watched movies with other actors. He was, he was consummate in in uh, in the, the talent and the art that he brought to a film, and uh, took uh, took me beyond. Uh, you know, it took me to another place, and uh, for that I will be indebted to him. Uh, also, um, I think. I think Bob Saget would would have uh, found humor in, for sure, that uh, he is he has left us at the same time as as Sidney Poitier, and uh, probably feeling that, well, you know, if I was if I was going to go, couldn't I go on a week where I had full billing, <laughs> where where I'm the headliner, uh, and he was a um, he was a great headliner in. In many ways, he was just a, a, a just a, a terrific, another terrific human being. Uh, I, I was lucky enough to be able to work with him. I did the the that penguin movie, the Farce of the Penguins. I think it's called that. I was going to look it up, but I I was so busy dealing with uh, the rubber chicken and his so many things in his rider now. It's exhausting. I did that and uh, worked with him in a, in. A, 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 a number of gigs that we had uh, usually uh, benefits and um, or um, the one there was an honoring um, uh, Don Rickles uh, there's a picture of us there uh, He was uh, he's a fucking delight in a ton of ways um, uh, spectacularly f- filthy spectacularly sweet really uh you know uh, um i was uh i was really uh lucky to be uh, you know to to have his friendship uh, it wasn't that kind of uh deep friendship that that many have and i really and and but i thought that it would grow i thought that it, that uh, now that, that uh, I had more time than and, um, is, you know, that it may be possible. And I was going to be doing a podcast with him later this month. I, I saved a, uh, a, a birthday message he'd left for me that is just really, um, and it made me laugh. And I don't, you know, I I'd saved it because I wanted to play it back to him. And, and tell him i had been using it against him. He even said I could use it against him and probably have him, um, you know, the, the uh, you know, he would he would get into a lot of trouble for it. And he probably would have. Um, but there wasn't a, the, a malicious bone in his body. He was just flat out funny, really fucking funny. And um, and I have to say, it, it it shocked me, and really shook me up. And so, uh, I will miss him and, um, and, and as regards, once again, with someone like Sidney Poitier, we, uh, we, we, we you know, they, we don't, we have fewer and fewer the, the, um, it's not just him. I could sit here and name a, a bunch of folks who uh, we, you know, that, um, that we that we don't have with us, and I do not know if we've really replaced them, um, which is really sad. So we're moving right along in the happy trail, aren't we? <laughs> it's um, it's I it's been a big big week for me. I got my uh, my second shingle shot. You get a shot, and then you have to get the second one, and it can be really apparently the side effects, the, uh, the aftershock from a shingle shot can be something. Uh, my doctor said only 10% of the people have that only 10%. And so, uh, I told him, even if that was a lie, that's what doctors should say about anything. Uh, it was only 10% so that you feel a little more like it's not going to happen. I was, it didn't, it didn't, I had a welt on my arm and it felt like somebody for two days had punched me there, but I didn't have the the cheever the that the, that's the combination of chills and fever I did not have the cheever and so i um i am now uh, i am i'm now you know uh, i am now apparently will won't get shingles I wonder how many people who aren't getting um get the shingles shot and what a joy it'll be for them when they get it uh, because that uh, friends of mine have had it and you don't want it and i had um, actually, way back, I'd had a shingle shot, and then hadn't gotten the second one, and got, uh, you know, what was a lesser case of it, and the lesser case was more than you could you you want, okay? Especially on your face, boy. If you remember acne as a kid, shingles, woo. so I want. I really wonder if these folks are taking that shot. It'll be interesting to see. I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm glad I got it. I wish I'd taken both uh, uh, my pneumonia shots, I think. And I'm still not sure I took the second one. Um, And uh, got them in the, uh, you know, when I should have, you know, that I got it. And then when I was supposed to get the next one, I did it in the, you know, in that time frame. Because uh, I I got pneumonia. And now, uh, so that's another one. If you're if you're thinking, boy, I don't want to get you know I don't want to get a pneumonia shot. Well, well good luck. You're really going to enjoy pneumonia if you get it. Oh, it's going to be a treat. You're going to really get a kick out of it. It's a lot of fun, um, and it's certainly a side side effect uh, from uh, what you could get from not apparently from Omicron, which is up, upper. Uh, Respiratory, but the uh, that first run on uh, the, the virus was really in the lungs and a lot of pneumonia. You, a lot of pneumonia. So uh, just something to think about, just a shot you might want to get. Um, January 6th, we went through that. We got through that. Okay, I think. Uh, no major uprisings occurring. Still no understanding of why there was no one you know, placed, uh, at the Capitol coming in to save the folks, uh, nobody from any of the uh, surrounding areas, nobody, no, no, uh, barely. And then that, that the, uh, once again, repeating that the, uh, there wasn't really good Intel about what was about to happen. I just, it's unbelievable to me. Just un, it's un, all of it's unfathomable. Um, and uh, the only two Republicans who showed up, what is Dick Cheney, who I've, you know, never agreed with on anything, and his daughter. That's it. They showed up. Uh, the Republicans didn't show up. They felt that the Democrats would use it uh, politically. But by the Republicans saying they're not showing up, they were using it politically. Okay, so they're both using it politically. That's you're different parties. You, you That's what you are. You're basically political, you fucking assholes. And by not showing up, you, you, in in essence, gave it to them to make it more political than it was by not being there to say that something had happened. And you could have, uh, might have sidebarred it in the sense that uh, you might have wanted to say um, that, you know, maybe on this day, you know, maybe we don't discuss, uh, you know, the, the, the president's, uh, you know, the former, you know, leader's Uh, how he's involved in it, but we certainly could have discussed what occurred that day. I mean, those Republicans had already said that, you know, uh, uh, Lindsey Graham had said, came out and said something about him that day. uh, Kevin McCarthy said something about him. They all said something on that day. And then a year later, like, oh boy, you can't make waves. Don't want to upset, you know, fuck you. You know, just pretend. Just show up and pretend. I may have even said that last week. I got no memory (laughs) because it's really, uh, you know, the whole year, every year, it's like since 2020, it's one continuous loop. It's a Mobius strip, and I kind of go back over it and in and around. Um, But in the end, uh, you know, I'm sorry. You know, it keeps coming back to the fact that uh, he's, yeah, it's something you would not af- find acceptable in your child, those of you who think that somehow the election was stolen. He's a poor loser. Trump is a poor loser. You wouldn't want your kid to be like that, would you? Loses a baseball game and he's sitting there kicking and uh, the, the umpire screwed me and da, da 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 You had a seven-year-old acting like this. You wouldn't find it. it it's unacceptable behavior. All right? Proven time and again, there was nothing. Okay, you can't make the shit up, and he's got to, and and it has to be, you know, basically stop. It shouldn't shouldn't be repeated in any paper or on Twitter or anywhere. Okay, it's done. And uh, if these people want to continue to do it, you know, they should they they shouldn't be allowed to say it. You know, if they're trying to say in Congress, they should be out. It's you're out of order. We don't have time for this. OK. He's uh, he's he's he lost. And instead of saying he lost, he has to make this nonsense up. He's a poor loser. It's obnoxious. It's obnoxious in a 10 year old and really obnoxious in somebody who's who I think is is close to my age. All right. If not older, he is older. Interesting. I was just this came out of nowhere, too. This but um, not going along with the news. Just. They've been yelling that you shouldn't take a cruise. Meanwhile, now there are more ads for cruises than I've ever seen. You know, celebrity. Um, you know, uh, you know the um, Royal Caribbean can't get enough ads. Um, Princess had one ad recently. There's uh, the ads all the time for cruises. At a time when they're saying don't get on a cruise, and I wouldn't get on a cruise. You, what planet could you be on? Until this thing is really kind of got. We have some sense of how to really deal with the, the madness of this, this, this virus, which is close to the madness of our, um, our uh, political you know system at this point. How insane, uh, the, well, the madness really of Congress. It's like they've all been bit by something. Um, and I'll move on from there. That's, I don't even know what I was trying to say. But, but what I really wanted to just say was why would you go on a cruise and hey let's 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 join each other for that morning buffet Mm-mm-mm. and there's not a sneeze guard big enough in the planet for me to be at a buffet on a cruise ship. Uh, too many people, too little time, too much, too, too close to, you know, it didn't work. They're, they're rolling off the boats and they, and they're and they're and there's uh COVID outbreak. So something's fucked up. And it's it, not a place you want to be until um, Rand Paul I've read and I've not pursued it because it just is uh, more than I can bear is uh I think filed to run for the presidency of the United States. <laughs> yes. One would have hoped the Elks club or the libertarian, uh, congressional, the libertarian library society. Um, no, the president of the United States, because his, his work has been so solid and uh, his next door neighbor beat him up. And that's, that's another plus on his resume. And, uh, his father was Ron Paul, so that's another reason he could run, and, and his father ran, so genetically he's predisposed to run. Uh, I would actually vote, given his father or him, uh, to vote for. I would have voted for his father more, because Rand really is much, much. His father was a little bit Looney Tooney, but this is, Rand is his fights with uh, Fauci are, 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 are madness. Man, he just—you know—I'm—I'm uh, uh, a, I'm a doctor, so I know. Uh, uh, no, Rand, you—you—not you, to make a comment on uh, on the uh, shouldn't be making the kind of uh, throwing out the misinformation you throw out about the virus and the vaccinations, and the last place you should be, the last place you should be is in the White House. Go to Hollywood, try it for some movies. You've got uh, tremendous gel that you use in your hair. Advertise that for people who want whatever is that that creepy hair look that you have. Um, Tucker Carlson, um, who was here's one for you. A uh, hundred years ago, uh, when I just broke as a comic. And was appearing. I'd been on The Daily Show a couple of years, two or three years. And uh, so I was just starting to be somewhat known and was on Conan. And um, so my TV queue was rising. Tucker Carlson approached me uh, at CNN and told me what a big fan he was of mine. Whew. Unbelievable. And now he's. And you know, I, you know. I, even then, I was like, ooh, 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 "What am I doing wrong?" But now it's he's he's berating Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz called the uh, insurrectionists um, terrorists, and uh, and Tucker Carlson brought him on and just beat him up. And oh, you you know what you're saying? You know, you've you really crossed the line there. You, these people weren't terror. You know, come on, what are you, the arbiter, huh? He's not allowed his opinion. Ted and then Ted Cruz backs down I And mean, Of course he does. But for Tucker Carlson to have the the gall to go after, even I mean to go after Ted Cruz uh, about the, him calling him terrorist. I mean, come you know that you've got to tow a party line. What fuck is the matter with you people? That's not Republican. We're we're Democrat or democracy. That's, that's the, that's, you know, that the, the party line is communism. The party line is fascism. The party line is authoritarianism. The party line is bullshit on a stick. Fuck you, Tucker Carlson. Fuck you. The road to madness leads right through your brain. And who'd, who'd have thought that I'd been feeling, you know, any kind of empathy at all for Ted Cruz. And if Ted Cruz had any guts at all, he would have stood up and said, no, that's the way I feel, and walked away. And lost what? How many votes? He's afraid, they're afraid he's going to lose votes. What a group of idiots. And uh, so I'm getting ready to head out. That's what this is all about. It's not, we're getting ready to leave. I am getting ready to go. I am on my way west uh, as uh, the weekend approaches. Um, I will be heading toward Denver, Colorado, where I'm going to be on the bus because I have no desire to see, to play uh, airport roulette and see if my plane can get out there on time. And and this way I can, you know, do what I did before when I was uh, running from the, the virus, the, the the couple of times that I have, initially when I first was going from pod to pod, so um, hopefully uh, I'll double mask, be in my bus, and um, join up with my cohorts, and we'll do performances out in Denver. We'll see. Who knows? That's where the that's where the virus is going. That's where they say it's headed, and uh, I mean, hopefully it's. It's running out there now and it'll beat me to it and keep moving so that uh, I miss it. You know, just miss its peak. Whew. But that's where we're going. I'll get to see mom on the way, which will be good. And, uh, and then we'll head towards Salina and, uh, Tulsa. And we'll see if those gigs are working. Hopefully they will be, uh, are the country that wants to, do it. You know, we're going to work right through this. We're not going to let this control us. (laughs) Hopefully I can keep high stepping and stay out of the way of this, this, uh, oh my God virus. And I hope all of you do too. Uh, the, um, uh, in, in Oklahoma city is another one. So we'll see if that, that happens. Um, the, uh, it's, Uh, if if you want tickets, there's plenty of tickets. (laughs) I think people themselves are a little, uh, feel a little hesitant about going to the theater and uh, I can't blame them. And I hope, uh, I I hope that, uh, you know, this passes quickly and uh, we can get back to some sort of, you know, something that vaguely where we're half dodging. I also, uh, uh, by the time you, this comes out, I will be appearing that, this evening, actually, when this comes out. I will be appearing on uh, Jimmy Fallon on The Tonight Show. And according to what I've got, uh, I read today, if it's true, uh, I'll be on with Sarah Silverman, which is terrific. Very funny. She's terrifically funny, and I've known her a long time. And it'll be good to see her. Uh, and it'll be fun to see uh, to see Jimmy, who I've not seen in forever. And I have to take a, a PCR test tomorrow. And then when I get to the, that's, and then on Wednesday when I arrive at the studio, I have to take a, a rapid test. So it's, it's just, you know, it's, as I said, I feel safe. And as a, you know, doing two tests like that, you feel very, very safe and very, very anxious simultaneously. Do I get makeup? There's a question for you. Please write in, let me know. I have no idea. Part of me thinks I need the makeup. And part of me goes, I don't care. I you know, I can't look worse than uh, Biden looks with makeup. So we're um, or the are or the orange guy. So uh, orange Julius. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so that's uh, so that's where you can catch me. And hopefully it'll it, hopefully it'll be a good segment. I was really wanted to do this right after I came off the tour. Okay, on this. December 19th. This would have been a perfect week to do it when my brain was, you know, really processing It's It was in its comedy mode. Now I've been kind of locked up here and then, uh, and this kind of being pounded and pounded and pounded daily by, uh, by uh, the news and, uh, and what's going on with uh, some of my friends and, um, and, and, and the passage of the folks that I've mentioned and sh- so it's, it's, I, you know, I, 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 I think I'll bounce back. I think it'll help to be with Jimmy. I think, uh, and I, and I, in a live audience. And so I'll feel very comfortable and very freaked out by them being there. No, I'm actually safer being where I am than where they're sitting. And I hope, uh, I hope they all are safe. And so that's that. The, uh, this, uh, this week, we're rolling into uh, the rancher here from Charlottesville, Virginia. One smart town, home of the University of Virginia, a beautiful school. And a uh, certainly a rival of the uh, University of North Carolina where I went, but really a stunning school and um, really uh, w- one of the great ones. And of course, Charlottesville used to have that connotation of, you know, they now you can't say that without... The you know what occurred there on that night with uh, I guess the proud boys and the the oath, the oath keepers or whatever, the oat, the oat milk people. <laughs> no, stop. Uh, those, you know, you know, wanting, you know the Jews will not replace us, you know. and um, that kind of almost psych, it's completely unbelievable going back you know forty or fifty years. 50 years that type of um that type of group gathering wow but uh won't be disappointed uh the charlottesville um community they they did some great rants i think you'll have a great time with them uh i hope uh I hope you have a splendid week. I hope that uh, twenty. It's, I hope it starts to feel like twenty twenty two, whether the rubber chicken gives a shit or not. I hope it does, and I hope um, I hope uh, I get to see you down the road, and that uh, and that adults really um, start to do what adults should do in terms of making this uh, a safer and a better place to live and finding ways to explain to people, you know, how, how we can do that. Um, once again, if you can get somebody vaccinated, good for you. And, uh, and all the best. Um, and know that I dedicate uh, this Rantcast uh, to my friend, uh, Bob Saget. And, uh, and, and, and to Sydney Poitier. I gave you top billing, Bob. Take care of each other. See you down the road.
0: in just a few taps because when it comes to getting the most out of your home you can do this when you angie that download the free angie mobile app today or visit angie.com that's dot com.
1: we are coming to you live tonight from uh, charlottesville virginia at the paramount theater for those of you've who never been to this part of virginia uh you made a big mistake. This is uh, absolutely gorgeous down here, and it's in the, it's, it's in the Shenandoahs, which is uh, one of my favorite places on earth. Um, so this whole area, this is why when people go, you don't live in Los Angeles? No. Uh, I, live, I live here because I lived in Maryland, and I came through here on my way down to going to school, down in North Carolina. And so this whole stretch has always been wow. stunning to me. You, my friend's kid just, uh, it was interesting, my friend's kid, I went i went to the University of North Carolina, my friend's, you no, know, stay, stay calm, stay calm. <laughs> and, uh, but my friend's kid, uh, who'd been a big UNC fan, we'd kind of been, I, I, I kind of indoctrinated him as much as I could, um, and then, uh, but he he'd gone to, he came here to UVA to look at colleges. He also went down to UNC, and he uh, he liked UVA more. Well, yeah, it's well, it's beautiful. It's a it's a campus worth visiting. Fuck, I wish I could have gone back to school just to fucking go to school, just to live there for a while. Fuck, it's... But we'll get right onto this because there's some. There's some really great stuff. This, is a, this show is uh, going around the world. And tonight, this is the Charlottesville show. Yeah. This is from Joe. No, stop. Stop. They can't hear you. And I'm going to tell you, the people in um, Pakistan don't give a shit. But, but. Good luck tomorrow. <laughs> what's sad, what's sad of having to go, now you fucked me. Because what's, what's sad about having to go to UNC, I, I get just as much pleasure, if not more, watching Duke lose. Yeah. As I do, as I do watching my team win. That's fucked up. <laughs> this is Joe Opioke. You didn't make the top 25 things to do tonight. But we're here regardless. See, the Charlottesville Chamber of Commerce puts out a list. Uh, the Charlottesville Chamber of Commerce and Visitors Bureau puts out a list. And uh, last time I was here, I didn't make it. And once again, solid. Uh, so I... I oh, yeah, this is from Mike Brick. He, he made sure that I knew just how shitty things were for me. And... Um, then uh, now you're back in Charlottesville in 2020, and there's not even a mention on their webpage at all. Live music, the Glass House Winery, and the McIntyre Department of Music presenting a concert at the Thomas Jefferson Memorial Church is all that's listed for this Friday night <laughs> What did you do? No mention at all this time. No Lewis. Lewis. Who, Lewis, who you might ask? Losing out to a winery, okay, not new for you, but a church concert. <laughs> what can you do this time to correct this? I can't do anything. Uh, somehow, you all, st- knowing that you could have been at a church tonight, stumbled in here, and I appreciate you all coming out in spite of what has really been uh, some of some of the worst advertising in the history of fucking advertising. It's really... I don't know what the fucking Chamber of Commerce has against me, but God damn it. And I even wore a nice fucking jacket and everything. Christine, uh... Christine Page, Cubby's Crusade Dog Rescue is in the house at the Charlottesville show. You made our top 25. Thank you. And thank you for your crusade for dog rescue. I don't know who Cubby is, but fuck. Um, This is, uh... This is Cheryl Gauguin. I'm reading about these awesome tickets my husband got us. Almost front row. But it's to this loudmouth fucker's show. <laughs> Thank you. And now we're going to get cor- coronavirus from his vag- vagabond spittle spatter. <laughs> then she goes on to say some nice things about her husband. If you said nicer things about me, I'd read it. <laughs> Uh, Carolyn Brandt. Why do the women in the paintings on the walls of the Paramount look like men in drag? Uh, I, I. I don't know. It's a, that's an important question and one that should be asking. You should probably ask the Chamber of Commerce. This is great. This is so perfect for cities. Joe Johnson, the city of Charlottesville bought a $30,000 Christmas tree to use over and over, but they broke the stand the first year and they can't use it anymore. They can't make another stand. There's nobody around, no one. They don't teach shop anywhere in this fucking town. This is Nelson Billings. He what's this need a penny? Take a penny. Have a penny. Give a penny shit. Well, it's the new economy. (laughs) Corey Davies, uh, as the lady behind me is absolutely hating her paper straw, tell me how you feel about about them, or in her words, this disintegrating piece of shit. (laughs) Yeah, it is kind of sucks, but you know, know, we're fucked. They're going to have to come up with something. Because the plastic thing is just nuts. we just got to stop, okay? I mean, there's just nothing we can do. It's, I mean, I'm sitting here. As I, as I contribute to the tragedy... I've been trying to get it so I could just have a thing with a... Um, Amy Lemley, when did re- restaurants decide to call the meat, fish, and poultry p- proteins? Are they trying not to offend the vegans? <laughs> they actually put it on the menu, proteins. Ask them what they have in the way of amino acids. <laughs> Very good, Amy. Anthro, <laughs> and this is from last night because she sent this in and I, and I missed it. it was was, stop, stop with have a blessed day. Are you an ordained minister? No. Then shut the fuck up! <laughs> this is from Brian. I'm super looking super looking forward to the Pence defense against COVID-19. Having full faith and confidence in this administration, I've started shopping crematorians to specify my will where I might soon meet my terrestrial end. Let me know if you'd like some of my remains. (laughs) This is from Caravella, who's here. Uh, I'm not from Charlottesville, but I live in Richmond, and as anyone from the East Coast knows, I have a lot of thoughts about I-95, and so do I. The worst highway I've ever seen. Even at 2 a.m., there's some lost asshole, even with the modern technology of GPS. They swerve through every lane and then had the audacity to slow down at random points because they need to figure out where the hell they are with a GPS. And then the construction. They've been working on the same strip of highway for the past 28 years I've been on this earth. Why? You've done enough work on the road. Let me drive in peace. Maybe with all your powers, you can fix this, Lewis. I look forward to seeing you live tonight from the balcony. Thank you, Kara. Every every city in America um, has a road that all they do is fix it constantly. I'm pretty sure it's 95, which goes all the way up into Connecticut. And 95 in Connecticut, uh, as if almost in solidarity with Virginia, has said, fuck, we're going to continue to build ours too. <laughs> they do. It's fucking unbelievable. And then they fix one side, and then they go to the other side, and they fuck, now we go back to the other side. <laughs> this, I have talked about this earlier, but this is uh, from a professional, Melissa McMahon. Please don't get me started on these old fucks that I care for that can't afford their medicines. It's disgusting. They choose food over their diabetes, heart, specialty meds. We live in a world where narcotics are cheap and will kill you with the quickness, but if you want to actually take care of yourself, it will cost you. What the fuck? (laughs) Sent kindly from your neighborhood pharmacist. Mary Jane Devine, when is is Daylight Savings Time this weekend or it's next? It's what? Next weekend, right? Yeah, I thought so. Fuck. (laughs) Do we really have to spring forward? Why don't we stay on standard time? In fact, some folks want to move to all Daylight Time. So it's okay with these folks to take away an hour from everybody so that it'll be light a little earlier for two weeks? By then, it would be lighter at 7 p.m. on its own without any effort at all! (laughs) Mary, Jane Devine, when you're leaving, uh, please tell Len, the one at the merch table, daylight savings time breaks him. For like two weeks, we have to fucking... We get on the bus, he goes, How you doing? I... I haven't recovered from daylight savings time. <laughs> I've still got my watch on standard time. I can't handle this. I can't. I said, this is like the 5 millionth time you've been through this. you got to fucking no, No, this is awful. And so, <laughs> so please let him know that there's somebody else. Because the rest of us go, fuck you, you idiot. <laughs> This is also from a healthcare professional, Karen Bledow. Why even fucking go to your veterinarian when you want to argue about their advice? Because my neighbor said, or my breeders said, where did they go to veterinary school? Fuck, you already have the answers. Stop wasting my goddamn time! I can't... I can't imagine being, a doc- especially now, an animal doctor. Holy fuck! It just used to be holy fuck. Uh, you know, stitches needs a little. So now it's like, oh, stitches has been really depressed. You know, like, <laughs> fucking unbelievable! It's just fucking unbelievable. What am I gonna do? Do you have do you have like an upper for stitches? This is uh, Judy B. <laughs> I have a friend that posts every goddamn problem she has on Facebook. Every single one, and every problem is the end of the world, and every problem is devastating. Every problem needs good healing vibes, and in quotes, support and love from other mommies. Uh, Just saying that makes, uh, uh, that gave me acid reflux. Because I know that's true. It's why I don't go on Facebook. It's that shit that they... I'll get something and there'll be a thing in my email. You know, there's a new text from somebody and I go there and I go, fuck, I can't look at what my friends are saying. I won't be friends with them anymore. (laughs) And if you try and give her any bit of practical advice like, hey sweetie, maybe if you didn't spend your money on the world's trashiest tattoos, you wouldn't need to ask for people to Venmo you two dollars to do laundry. She'll start, b- being dr- dr- dripping con- she'll start dripping condescension about women critiquing women. But I have to be friends with her because that's where I get most of the shit I post to Reddit. <laughs> yeah, I'll do this first and then the other. This is from David Ortega. Uh, when I deliver a piece of fucking mail to your fucking mailbox that it's addressed to current resident, I being the one who delivers your mail and your fucking hundred-pound boxes weekly from (laughs) chowchow.com. So your dog, Fluffy, who looks like Cujo that was just interrupted eating a fucking severed leg, (laughs) I expect you to have the common fucking courtesy to keep the mail that was addressed to you. I don't want to drive up to your mailbox and put your mail flag down then collect your fucking manifesto of why the post office is a piece of shit because you're always getting mail for current resident on the same fucking piece of mail. You are the fucking current resident. You shit-stained inbred fuck. But what I do take enjoyment of doing is grabbing the piece of mail with your handwriting, of which that only further validates my point that your father fucked a goat and you came to being. Oh, the, oh, oh, the empathy. Wow, that's what a college campus does. Oh, oh, this person I don't know, oh, God. I bet his father didn't fuck a goat. I know that didn't, it couldn't have happened. No, not in this world. Maybe in another lifetime. Maybe back in the 50s, but not anymore. No one is fucking a goat now. Unbelievable, guys. Here's why you can't go ooh to that, because none of you has ever worked, I don't know, maybe, those of you oohed, I can't imagine any of you ever worked at the post office. I did. So shut the fuck up, okay? It's unbelievable. It's day after fucking day after fucking day of relentless mail just coming in, and then you give it out, and coming in, giving it out, coming in, and giving it out. So for one moment, poor David can just get something off his chest, and you stomp all over his tiny sparrow heart. that only further validates I'm going to read it again <laughs> only further validates my point that your father fucked a goat and you came into being love taking my pen and circling current resident and sticking it back in your fucking mailbox <laughs> fuck you <laughs> and there's 10,000 10, people be marching tomorrow goats are okay goats are okay <laughs> We love goats. They're the best. This is... And I will leave you with this. I just want to thank you all, really, for coming out. We had a great time. I hope you did. It's really... uh, We do love coming to this theater and coming to this town. I just wish I had a little more time to spend here. So uh, I'll try to get back here and just hang out and fuck the rest of this bullshit nonsense. And I'll bring a goat. <laughs> um, we're going to, uh, tomorrow we're in Williamsport, Pennsylvania, home of the Little League World Series, uh, Some place <laughs> that I never even came close to when I was a child. But, uh, we'll be up there performing, so the folks in Williamsport, if you can get... We already got a couple of pretty good ones from there. They're a bitter group of fucks, so, uh... <laughs> we look forward to coming up there. Um, Next week, we're in Binghamton. Also, just a reminder, because I kind of get this from time to time, because people are always commenting about the age of the audience. But this is, well, I don't know how else to get the information out. We try to get the information out. Um, you know, if you're, uh, uh, we have tickets for, in a number of venues, a, a lot of them, for $20 tickets for uh, college students or kids under the, kid, folks who are under the age of 25. They're sitting there. So, don't tell me, you know, boy, you got these old people coming in. No, we're selling tickets that are in a price range you can afford, hopefully, or well, at least until the virus passes. <laughs> so, just know it's there. And we'll leave you with this. This is from Sharon Showalter. Hi, Lewis. Welcome to our quaint little college town, Charlottesville, Virginia, otherwise known as Schittsville. <laughs> oh. Oh no, my little town. It'll never recover. Six folks in Kenya are just going, oh, I was going to go there. I'm going to cross it off my list. Otherwise known as Shitsville. But bet they didn't tell you that. Well, watch where you step around this fucked up town. Fucking dog shit everywhere. So all of these la da folks in our town walk their dogs, which is a good thing. However, why the fuck are these little poop bags scattered throughout our town? Great, we finally have people picking up their dog shit with those little poop bags, probably only when they know someone is watching. But these fuckers toss those damn bags off to the side of the road or leave them right where the fucking dog did his business, on my sidewalk! For a long time, I stepped over these bags of shit. Thinking the do-good fucker was planning to circle back and pick up this damn thing in my way. But no. I walk the same sidewalks around town and see the same fucking shitbags where they were days before. And why the fuck do I find myself staring down at them as if seeing a $50 bill? <laughs> kind of like you can't look away when the asshole in the car stopped next to you is picking his fucking nose. Finger all in. Go oh, back to the shit. What the hell are you shitville fuckers thinking? Do you think the city trash truck is going to kindly drive by, stop, and pick up your shit? Or do you expect me walking on my sidewalk? to bend my fat ass down and gently scoop up your fucking little dog's treasure with two fingers dangling it away from me as if it's some damn kid's diaper. And it's even more special on a hot day with that fucking shit bag baking in the hot sun. Yes, it smells like shit! So you all so-called intelligent fuckers in Shitsville doing a good thing by walking your dog pick up your fucking dog shit bags. I don't need your piece of shit $50 bill. Thank you very much. Thank you, Charles. Thanks to all of you for listening to my rantcast. If you have a rant you want to get off your chest, send it in to me at lewisblack.com forward slash live. You can think of it as therapy or whatever you want to think of it as. Just let it rip. And I want to thank the true stars of our show, the ranters and the splendid rants they gave us. Louis Black's Rantcast was created and hosted by me. Aha, Louis Black. It is produced by James Salkine. Our theme song by Chris Lane. Executive producer, Ben Brewer. Executive producers, Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast. And most of all, thank you, all of you who ranted so well on this show.
0: Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home,